my name is Teddy, and you're listening to Kids Bible in a Year with Teddy. I'm using the Sunshine Proud's Great Adventure Kids Catholic Bible Chronicles. The use of the Catholic Bible Chronicles has been granted by Ascension. You can find it online at their website, ascensionpress.com. This podcast is your production of Kids Bible in a Year with Teddy, and it's now reviewed or endorsed by Ascension. We'll begin with an opening prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us life so we can see your life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we will read the story Joseph Saves His Family in Egypt. It is based on Genesis chapter 42, 46, and verse 4. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1, and Genesis chapter 48, verses 8 through 10. Joseph saves his family in Egypt. Crops have failed. Plants were withering and dying, and animals became thin. It was a famine time. Many were suffering throughout the world, but there was one land where people had enough to eat in Egypt. The storehouses were full because of one man, Joseph. Yes, Joseph, who had been tossed into a pit and then sold into servitude by the very own brothers. Take to Egypt far from his home in Canaan, rejected and abandoned Joseph. The dreamer would save the lives of many. Potiphar, an important man in Pharaoh's household, had purchased Joseph from the traders. Joseph worked hard and rose to a position of responsibility, but he got into trouble when Potiphar's wife made up stories about him, and he was thrown into prison. In prison with Joseph were two of the Pharaoh's servants and a butler. Both of them told Joseph about their strange dreams, and Joseph interpreted them correctly. Some time later, Joseph was still in prison, but the butler had been released when the pharaoh himself started having strange dreams. The butler told pharaoh he knew someone who could help. In the pharaoh's dreams, seven fat cows came out of the Nile River, followed by seven skinny cows that ate the fat ones. In another dream, seven good ears of grain were swallowed up by seven withered ears. Joseph, guided by God, quickly saw that the two dreams meant the same thing. Seven years of plenty would be followed by seven years of famine impressed. The Pharaoh appointed Joseph to be in charge of preparing for those years of hardship and the love the lean times did indeed come not only for the Egyptians but for those living in Canaan as well, including Joseph's brothers and his father Jacob. Joseph heard about the stories of grain in Egypt. He sent all of his sons except Benjamin to purchase grain. Once they reached Egypt, of course, they 
didn't recognize Joseph, but he knew them and wanted to help them. But first, he wanted to know if they were sorry for what they had done to him. He wanted to know if they had changed. Were they once again abandoned a brother for green? Joseph decided to see. He said he would give them green to take back, but one of them must remain in Egypt. He said this would show that they were honest men and not spies. The rest could travel back to Canaan, but they would have to bring their youngest brother with them when they returned to Egypt. Joseph's brothers talked among themselves. They remembered what they had done to Joseph and agreed that this must be punishment for that terrible betrayal. They were speaking in their own language and didn't think Joseph understood them, but he did. He could hear that they were sorry for what had done to him and all those years before. And so he sent them on their way with their sacks of grains, leaving their brother Simon behind. The brothers returned to Canaan, opened their sacks, and found not only the grain, but also the money they paid for it, which Joseph had secretly put in there. Now the brother were now the brothers were very upset for they thought they might have sold Simon and Sister Free without realizing it. Jacob mourned for two lost sons, convinced that he would never see Simon again, and he refused to let the others return to Egypt with Benjamin. He would not lose a third son because of these brothers, but the famine continued. Eventually, the grain they brought from Egypt ran out. The brothers needed to go back to Egypt to replenish their stories. But Jacob would not let them take Benjamin. Yet it was the only way. The brothers agreed. The only way to get more grain and get Simon back. Finally, jo- Jacob relented and the brothers returned to Egypt. Now, Jacob saw his little brother Benjamin for the first time in so many years. He asked about their father and heard he was still alive. Overcome, Joseph had to find a quiet place to be by himself to weep, but still he did not reveal who he was. The next day, he sent them back to Canaan, but this time he had a silver cup in Benjamin's sack. Soon after the brothers left, Joseph sent his servants to accuse them of stealing the cup, which, of course, they found in Benjamin's sack. The brothers were taken back to Joseph. Joseph insisted that they leave Benjamin in Egypt since the cup was found in his sack. But Judah begged him to keep. Judah insisted to 
to save the life of their father. He told Joseph how dear Benjamin was to their father, and if they returned without him, Jacob would surely die of grief. I'll, I'll stay as a slave instead. Judah offered let Benjamin go back to our father. Now Joseph couldn't keep his secret any longer. He sent everyone else out of the room and told his brother the truth. I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into slavery. On hearing all of this, Joseph's brothers were amazed, but they were also scared. Joseph had great power. He had authority. They had done a terrible thing to him, and now they were afraid. Surely Joseph would find a way to even the score. But no, Joseph had been faithful to God all along. No matter what trouble he had found himself in, he had always used the gifts God had gave him for good. Joseph understood what his brothers feared. He told them that even though they had meant had meant to harm him, God had used what they did for good to save the lives of many people. Go back, Joseph told them. Get our father and return here. Bring everyone here to Egypt to live. And it's Jacob's joy when his sons return with such good news. His people would be able to live in a place with plenty to eat, protected and safe. And best of all, his son Joseph was alive. This is quite exciting. Because of Joseph's gift, he had told the people of Egypt to go save their grains. Thanks to this gift, Pharaoh would tell people to go to Joseph, and they were able to survive a time of famine. When Jacob's brothers, who had sold him into slavery, and his father heard that Egypt had stores of grain, they traveled there to buy some. Joseph had the chance to say no to his brothers who had done him wrong. Instead, Joseph had mercy on them and forgave them. Jacob was still overjoyed to hear his son was still alive and well. Joseph remained faithful to God through all the hard times he had. This is a great lesson that we should always forgive and pray for the people who do your wrong. Much later... In the Bible timeline, we will hear about the son of another man named Joseph. He teaches us in the Lord's Prayer that we should forgive those who trespass against us. This is exciting, everyone. We have finished our second time period of the Bible, the patriarchs, and we are moving on to the Exodus time period. Next time, we will talk about this period in it's meaning for the children of Israel. Thanks for listening and praying with me today in Kids Bible in a Year with Tiny Podcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button so you can join me next time.